I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello wrestling fans and welcome to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Index. This is episode 90 something, as I said, as Andy said last week, we'll figure it out, but I forgot to. But it's not 100 yet, we know that, but we'll figure that out and we'll have something planned in the future for that. But yes, I'm your host Guy Drinkle and for today we are going to preview the Greatest Royal Rumble event, which is obviously taking place in Saudi Arabia. This is on the Friday, I know we'll probably be releasing this on either on the Thursday or Friday, but if you want to listen to this before, or hopefully you've listened to this before the event, just see what we think. And obviously, I am joined by Mo Chatter. How are you doing, Mo? Yes, yes, I'm good. Um, just going off on a tangent, but uh, still buzzing from <laughs> a magnificent result from Liverpool Football Club. Oh, yes. Semi-final first leg. So, uh, hoping we get the business done. Um, in the second leg, we would have got it done on the first leg if it wasn't for a certain some somebody. Of the initials for DNL, but uh, there you go. Still, we would have taken the result before the game. So, uh, looking forward to Tuesday and uh, securing a place in the Champions League final once again. Oh, absolutely. It's been a good week for me as well. Uh, as you said, Liverpool Football Club. I watched Infinity War last night, the Marvel film. <laughs> it's been a buzzing week, so hopefully the greatest Royal Rumble event can uh, add on to that and add to the excitement of the whole week. Um, but more, I mean, it's it's obviously just a money making scheme, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's you don't you don't put an event like this to near WrestleMania for for cheap money, do you? <laughs> no, no, that's right. Um, you know, they announced their deal with. Um, I think it's a part of the Saudi Arabian government um, two, three months ago. And then obviously the announcement of this show was made um, prior to the WrestleMania show. Um, and it's quite a clearly big deal if you look at the lineup. And obviously we're going to go on to that in a moment. But uh, yeah, it, it's certainly um, you know, there for financial reasons. Um, given some of the matches on the card, um, this is far from a throwaway show. Um, you know, almost WrestleMania worthy to 
or, or not far off um, at, at least almost SummerSlam level mm-hmm. lineup. So um, really seriously stacked lineup and uh, you know, really gone to town with getting as many big names onto this card as possible. Um, so yeah, money's clearly being made and copious amounts of it, I'm sure. Um, and, and for a company that makes $800 million plus, um, they must be making some serious dough out of the Saudis for this. Um, you know, th- this week there's been a lot of, um, talk about WWE running a show in Saudi and why obviously there aren't any, um, female competitors allowed on the card and, you know, about human rights issues in Saudi and all sorts. And, uh, you know, all, all very valid points, but, you know, WWE, is a business and, um, you know, they clearly have made a business decision of going there, um, to make money. So, um, you know, all the other kind of stuff, um, will, uh, be something that will perhaps pay some lip service to if they're asked about it in the quarterly investor calls or elsewhere. Um, but you know, it, it's just one of these things that they've made a decision to do. And, uh, you know, that would be, um, for, for political reasons, something that perhaps others can kind of go into in terms of rights or wrongs. But, uh, you know, we're here to talk about the, the show and, uh, you know, there's plenty of, plenty to talk about where that's concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Just on the, obviously the lack of women and, and whatever. I imagine WWE will try to make that up somehow. I mean, I think we talked about it on the WrestleMania review. They've obviously got big plans for Ronda Rousey and stuff, possibly um, in whatever pay-per-view. So I imagine women will hopefully get uh, a big a, a, a big role in, in one of the big pay-per-views of the year. So hopefully that goes to somewhere repaying it. But it, it mm, is a bit stupid sure. considering this whole women's revolution thing. And then, and then uh, obviously you're left out for a bit of money. But as you say... WWE is a business. Uh, I'm sure Vince won't mind when he's counting the uh, the zeros in his bank account. Um, that he's annoyed a few people. But yeah, anyway, we'll we'll move on oh, to the yeah. less, to the less political yeah. stuff, shall we? Um, <laughs> so first match more. Um, Two o five live cruiserweight championship. Um, I have I've kind of gone back to stop watching Two o five live. I know it's improved and stuff like that, but I, I just kind of haven't gone back to watching it. Um, but we've got Cedric Alexander versus Kalisto. I'm not sure what the storyline-wise here is. I thought um, they'd probably con- continue with Mustafa Raleigh, just logically. But no, it, it's, it's Kalisto. I mean, your thoughts on this match and who do you think will win? Um, yeah, so um, the kind of storyline background to it is that uh, Buddy Murphy was actually supposed to um, take on Cedric oh. Alexander uh, for the match, uh, for, for the cruiserweight championship but um he failed his mandatory weigh-in came in two pounds over it 207 pounds um almost like a, a rib on ufc because they regularly have fighters miss weight and uh you know, that always causes problems for ufc um so as a result of that he was um um prevented from competing on 205 Live indefinitely almost until he can make weight. <laughs> can't imagine that losing two pounds will be a massive problem for him. So anyway, as a result of that, um, the gauntlet match was um, arranged and um, the winner of that gauntlet match was Kalisto. So that's how that match came about. Um, so it, not, not something that's just been put together at random. 
even though clearly <laughs> other matches have been. But um, I think it should be a very, very good match. I mean, the match quality on 205 Live in recent weeks, in fact, last two, three months, has been significantly better than it was last year. And that's with, lar- with largely the same roster of wrestlers. Um, because they've got some better uh, storyline direction um, and they're allowed to express themselves a bit more um, in their matches than they were previously, um, the product has improved, the match has improved. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this one. And uh, I think it would be really good. Uh, but I think Cedric Alexander will retain. Yeah. Um, can't see there being a title change in this one. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it would be too soon um, for uh, Cedric to drop the title, especially to Kalisto. I mean, I know he had it um, in after the Neville era and then during the... Uh, what's that knobhead's name? <laughs> Enzo era. Um, yeah, they kind of had it during that era and it kind of didn't it didn't work. But obviously, as you say, 205 Live is a, is a different show now and stuff like that. So, But yeah, Cedric Alexander, I think you've got, I think you've got to let some champions just breathe with the title and let's see what they can do. And I think Cedric Alexander definitely that. I didn't know, but I didn't know that about Buddy Murphy. It's a shame, um, especially the cost of two pounds. I mean, it is WWE after all. <laughs> Surely they could just not yeah. do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's clearly a storyline thing. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, it's probably playing to some kind of thing that they're doing. But yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see how it, where, where where it goes. Um, yeah. It, it it does sound a bit stupid, but uh, yeah, let's see let's see where that goes. And we'll move on to the next match. I mean, cruiserweights tend to always perform, um, but maybe not get the reaction they deserve. But we'll move on to your favourite match of the night, um, more the bar versus. I'm not. These have got it listed as Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, but I'm going to use their proper name, the Deleters of Worlds. Um, <laughs> I know you hate him. And you're probably going to start hitting Matt Hardy soon as well, because of the vortex. But is this match that pointless that there's only one way, there's only one winner here? <laughs> yeah, almost surely. I mean, they, they might as well just say, look, um, Bray and Matt are the champions, um, and not even have a match. Just, we'll just have a tiddlywinks competition or something silly. Oh, God. Because <laughs> Cesaro and Sheamus the bar, they've obviously moved on to SmackDown. Um they're competing for the raw tag team championships. Hmm. You don't you don't need to have a IQ of any yeah. size to figure out who's gonna end up winning this one. Well on SmackDown yeah. they did say if they won they'd move back to Raw, but that would seem really, really, really stupid. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, they've got to leave some kind of doubt about who the winners will be, but no, it just would be the most nonsensical thing in the history of WWE to bring them over to SmackDown for a couple of weeks only to then have them win the championship and go back. Um, you know, that, that just made no sense whatsoever. Um, and, you know, meanwhile on SmackDown, they've actually got some, fresh programs with several different teams that they can do some good work with. So it makes all the sense of the world for them to remain on SmackDown. Um, So by default, Hardys and White to win. Um, I don't think it'll be a particularly good match. Uh, I I think it'll be decent. 
Um, but, uh, you know, it'll be what it'll be. And then we'll have, obviously have Harding White win the championship belts and, uh, likely, um, a couple of nights later on Raw, we'll find out who their next, um, feud will be against. But, uh, and we might even find out as part of this match, you know, but, uh, that, that's more likely for Raw. But in terms of the outcome, um, I'd be shocked if it isn't hard in Wyatt holding up, holding up those belts as the new champions. Yeah, yeah, I fully agree. I think in terms of if they do win, which they probably should and probably will win, um, I'm, I'm, I know I'm a bigger fan of Bray Wyatt than basically you. <laughs> I don't think, basically opposite here, but I think it should be interesting because all we've seen in the tag team division is like super serious tag teams, haven't we? We've seen the Usos, the the Bar, and New Day are a bit, um, a bit fun and stuff like that. But I think the Deleters of Worlds or whatever we're going to call them, um, it adds something different. It adds a bit, bit more fun, a bit more mentalness. I'd probably say they're a bit similar to Team Hell No back in the day, where it's, it, the tag team division was a bit more fun. And mm. um, as you say. Um, we'll probably figure out who the feuding with later, but we can all, you can always just go back to AOP and go back to being a monster tag team pretty soon, pretty quickish on Raw. So I think the Raw tag team division will be quite fun, and it'll be it'll be a bit different. But I, I can't see them having like record setting runs and stuff like that. But I think it'll be interesting to see see how they do as a team and carry the titles because we well we know Matt Hardy obviously can and Braden his WWE title run was shit. But I felt he looked alright with so. it. Yes, but <laughs> it was shit. But it was like, uh, I can't blame him for that. It was just such a terrible time for SmackDown at that time. But yeah, anyway, it'll be interesting to see how Bray does with a with a title run, I suppose. Um, which is probably horrendous for you <laughs> for you here, more. But we'll move on because let's be honest. That's what the fast forward button was invented for. <laughs> yeah. uh, P break. P break. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on because it's probably one of the least interesting matches on the card, let's be honest. Um, probably to a more interesting one. I, I'd probably say there's a pretty clear winner, but I think the match itself, if it's allowed to breathe a bit more than, than the, the triple threat match at, uh, Mania, they, they could have a hell of a match. Um, Bludgeon Brothers defending their tight, um, tag team titles against the Usos. Um, obviously we've seen on SmackDown the Bludgeon Brothers have been beating the crap out of them and Naomi's came out either to save the day or distract them or stop them beating the crap out of one of them. Um, but obviously Naomi's not going to be there this time, so hopefully this just turns into a phenomenal clash match, car crash, whatever it's going to turn into. But I think this could be one of the uh, one of those matches that really surprises and be, be is excellent on the night. Yeah, that's right. I mean, with the Usos, we know just how good they are. Um, they've demonstrated it over several years. Um, they weren't always this good. Um, they, they were decent, you know, in the early days in their WWE tenure, but certainly the last couple of years, they really stepped it up. I think heel turn has done them, um, good. And, uh, you know, in, in this contest, though, they'll basically be working as, as, as the faces. Um, Harp and Rowan have certainly been booked very well as this monster tag team. Um, and, uh, yeah, it should, it should be really, really good contest. I mean, uh, Luke Harper, when he's motivated with the right opponents can be absolutely sensational. Um, so, and, and Rowan, you know, again, 
um, is somebody who, with the right opponents, can certainly still look quite good. Um, but clearly, the, the fourth and least uh, talented of the four individuals in this contest. But you know, three quarters of um, this this uh, tag team bout uh, very very good in the ring, and uh, as you say, if, if they are given enough time, they can assemble something really good here. So. I've got high hopes for this, just like I have for the Cruiserweight Championship match. Um, and I think that the Harper, sorry, the Bludgeon Brothers will retain the titles. I think that, uh, you know, that they've got a bit more mileage um, as champions and, uh, you know, keeping the belts on them um, for a little while longer, certainly another couple of months would be good. And um, when they do eventually drop the titles, it will mean a little bit more. So hopefully they'll um, book it in that kind of way and um, build up some heat for their title run. So when it comes time to drop the belts, you know it does mean something. It's a special moment. But uh, good match, very good match potentially, and the brothers to retain the titles. Yeah, I think the best thing they could probably do for this show is to show the Bludgeon Brothers have a bit of vulnerability in them. Obviously they've had a, a few squash matches and basically that's what WrestleMania was, wasn't it? It was it was a big squash match. So if they have a proper match, I think it'll improve their standard um, and improve their interest as a, as a as a champion as a, as champions. Um, so I think that'd probably be the best thing they can do is have have a proper match. I think you kind of see saw the same with AOP on NXT. As soon as they weren't destroying everyone within three seconds, their their title reigns kind of went up in everyone's estimation, didn't it? So I think that's the best thing they could do with Bludgeon Brothers. And most importantly, I want to see them fight Sanity. Um, I know Sanity haven't even debuted yet after a few weeks of vignettes and stuff like that. But Bludgeon Brothers versus Sanity could be like... It, it'd just be bloody terrifyingly brilliant. Um, but I really want to see that. So hopefully they do return. Um, but we'll move on to the next match more, which, again, similarly to the uh, Raw um, Tag Team Championships, we've got a SmackDown competitor with the SmackDown mid-car belt versus a Raw competitor, who is Jinder Mahal, who is the worst person in the world. Um, it has to, again, it's the same as the Raw, Raw Tag Team titles, isn't it? It hardly has to win unless the IC title's going to throw up a goddamn shitstorm. Well, um, you know, that, that's possible. Um, I can't rule it out. I mean, they might just decide, let's just switch the belts. Um, obviously, unlike the tag team championships, these two belts are not, don't have that kind of designation of mm-hmm. being either Raw or SmackDown. So true, true. certainly more interchangeable from one brand to the next. And you know, that has been done in the past. So um, it's perhaps not as much of a foregone conclusion as, um, the Raw Tag Team Championship uh, that we discussed earlier. I've got a worry that Mahal will win the belt here, and um, on on that basis, um, one of the SmackDown competitors in the uh, four-way ladder match that we'll talk about in a, in a moment um, will will pick up that title. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised. And in fact, that that is my prediction. Um, and the reason being that. Um, you know, I, I think that they once again want to do something with Jinder Mahal and they perhaps feel that on Raw, he's more of a fit for that brand, uh, being a bit slightly bit more sports orientated as a brand. 
and um, they like their heel champions. If you look at um, title reigns over the last several years, um, you know, the majority of the time belts are held by heels. And uh, I think they see Mahal as, while it's not clearly a, a talented or a very talented guy in the ring, uh, perhaps quite a effective um, sports entertainer, if you can describe him that way. So um, I think they fancy putting a title on him again. And uh, perhaps this time he'll keep it for more than a couple of days. So I think um, we could well see a title change here. As for the quality of the match, um, average at best. But uh, I, I predict that will change. <laughs> Generous. <laughs> um, the thing is that backlash is obviously, I think it's actually a week or two away, isn't it? So obviously, I think they had Mahal versus Randy Orton set before he obviously dropped it at Jeff Hardy. So I could easily see that turning into a triple threat match. Um mm. Or possibly a four-way. I know Shelton Benjamin obviously beat Randy Orton on SmackDown, so if Mahal ended up winning, possibly a fatal four-way, if not, possibly a triple threat match at Backlash, but yeah, I think they obviously have a con... Now that we've laid it out like that, I could actually see Mahal winning, because you can't do that much damage in a week or two weeks of of TV without a mid-card belt, can you? So... Maybe maybe he wins, or as we'll, we'll move on to the SmackDown, uh, the Intercontinental title in a in a minute. Um, but yeah, I think this one's not as clear cut as the the tag team one after going through it like that. But I hope Jeff Hardy wins. <laughs> I just let let Jinder Mahal just 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 piss off. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're not a fan then. Uh, it's like you and Bray Wyatt. Uh. Um, yeah, so hopefully Jeff Hardy for me, but I could really see Jinder Mahal winning after after it's laid out like that. But I'll go Jeff Hardy for my prediction. Um, so Intercontinental Championship ladder match. Um, for me, this is probably what I expect to be match of the night because, well, let's face it, look who's in the match: Seth Rollins versus The Miz versus Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe is probably my favorite character on. WWE TV at the minute. He's barely done anything. He's all he all he does is a couple of promos, video packages, and I still love the block. It's terrifying. Um, but for me, more, um, I think the match will be brilliant. But I think it makes sense for Seth Rollins to return the title because he only won it. He only won it at uh, WrestleMania, and he all he's been in his tag team matches since then. So he's not really had a chance to run with the title. And this is Seth Rollins, unless they have plans to move him up to the main event um, after Roman or whatever wins the title. That's the only reason I could see him dropping it, but it, he's not really had a chance to run with the title or even just even have one moment with it. He's, there's, there's not much there, so for me it, it makes sense for Seth to return. Yeah, yeah, I mean, one of the matches announced for Backlash is Seth against The Miz. Uh, which would therefore be Raw versus SmackDown, um, which doesn't necessarily give away the result of this match. Uh, we could very well see somebody like Finn Balor win the title, and then it becomes a three-way at Backlash. Um, that's always possible as well. Um, and clearly, Rollins versus The Miz um, set up because obviously The Miz um, was the champion going into WrestleMania, dropped the title in that match. 
uh, Rollins became the champion. And uh, this is um, almost like the the proper rematch um, at Backlash. But certainly with this one, um, you know, they need to build up Seth Rollins again. Um, he had an immense amount of momentum as almost like a focal point on Raw when he was the um, champion. And um, obviously with injuries and um, a face turn that really didn't work out well in, in the early days, at least, um, he lost a lot of momentum. So, you know, they need to rebuild him because he can be a valuable asset to the company at a time when um, they are perhaps lacking in um, faces who can certainly sh- what we call shift the needle. Um, I mean, somebody like a John Cena, um, looking like he's becoming pretty much a part-timer now. Um, they need to have those big, big stars that are seen as um, individuals that can put bums on seats and get people to tune in on TV. So they need to build Rollins up and not just allow him to linger in the mid-card and just be another guy. Um, so I, I think that uh, we could well see Rollins therefore retain the championship um, and go into that match with the Miz. Um, and I think that um, that match is where he will drop the belt and I think the Miz will um, then win that title and then they will move in a different direction with Rollins. Um, but still, um, have him drop the belt in a way that uh, protects him and doesn't lo- lose him any of that momentum that he is mm-hmm. now starting to build up, if that makes sense. So... That is my prediction uh, for this match. Rollins to retain, but um, Miz to then um, take the belt over to SmackDown um, whilst uh, the US Championship um, becomes the secondary belt on Raw. No, it's certainly interesting. Uh, I, I couldn't lie. I'd probably be a bit disappointed with that. I mean, it's not the fact that Miz is winning. <laughs> it's mean that Jinder would <laughs> be champion again. But yeah, I'll, I'll stop badgering on about him. Um but yeah, I mean that that's certainly interesting. I think the fact that backlash is so close, it kind of makes its own problems, and that's what this show is. It's, it's just there, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it's, I think this this is my probably my pick for match of the night. Um, as I said, some old Joe, my favourite in the company, Miz, safe pair of ha- safe pair of hands, and Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, probably two of the best workers in the business. Um, but the thing is, do you, where where do you see Finn going from here because say if he does lose this that's two unsuccessful mid-card matches he's going to have I, I don't really see a natural feud for him obviously Samoa Joe's going on to face um, Roman at Backlash and the Miz obviously has his Daniel Bryan feud um, which is probably going to be at SummerSlam I imagine um, but Finn's the one for me there who seems to be a bit lost in the shuffle if, if he doesn't win yeah potentially um and you know that's a very valid point, but uh, you know it, I think they want to do something a bit more with him this year than they did last year. Um, his feud with Bray that went on forever just sucked life out of him, um, almost literally, because um, you know he, he was really over before that yeah. happened. Then after it, you know he, he was really lost in the shuffle, lost a lot of momentum as a result. And hasn't really got it back. Um, I mean, they've pushed him certainly more in the last four, four to five months, but 
again, it's not been a super strong push. Certainly nothing like what we saw when he first came onto um, the main roster from NXT, when you know he was made a champion, world champion immediately almost. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's difficult to see exactly where they are going with him, and obviously. Um, they brought this added element to his um, whole package with the um, inclusiveness and LGBT stuff. Um, I'm not really sure where they want to go with that. Um, I'm not sure uh, what what the end game is with that at this stage. But you know, we, we might see um, it a bit more clearly, perhaps after these next two shows with. Um, the greatest Royal Rumble in Backlash. But um, at this stage, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a clear direction just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Finn's obviously quite loved by the uh, hardcore wrestling fan base, and he probably always will be. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see where he picks up from this, because I think people have always been hoping for him and Samoa Joe to rekindle their feud from NXT but I don't, they seem to be just keeping them two away from each other um, due to injuries and stuff like that but anyway we'll we'll move we'll move on to probably what the well this is what the name of the show really um, the greatest Royal Rumble um, which sounds like a 10 year old made it made it um, featuring Daniel Bryan Chris Jericho Rey Mysterio Bobby Lashley Shane McMahon Kurt Angle The Great Carly Braun Strowman and about a million more names um, so I'm going to pick out the big star from that list of names I just did more The Great Carly. Life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Any reason? <laughs> Any reason why? <laughs> 50s a lot of people <laughs> are that desperate <laughs> yeah yeah well why not um i'd imagine there was with, with this card i mean it feels like you know there are fans of the wwe within the saudi royal family or some powerful person in saudi and perhaps back in the day they liked Kali and said right 
So you know this show that we're paying you tons of money for. <laughs> so one condition is that you bring back the great Carly for it, please. Now, <laughs> if they were really wind, massive, well, well, <laughs> no, I mean, you'd seriously hope not, but you know, stranger things have happened. But yeah, I, I think he's just there because somebody probably said, well, we're a big fan of his. Uh, we'd like to see him on the show, please. Um, and you know, he, he's probably happy to turn up for any booking WWE throws his way. So yeah, that, that's certainly an odd one. And given that they've got to find 50 people, um, in, in terms of all the names that could appear on the show, there's probably about 40 odd, um, in terms of, um, tag team wrestlers, single wrestlers, um, those that are not booked for the cards and even others that, um, maybe are in other matches, one or two of whom might appear in this Royal Rumble. Um, and they might just throw in some NXT names and one or two, you know, former stars as well and pad out the, uh, the match that way. Um, two minutes per, um, entrant would be just overkill. You know, we just, it would, it would just be the end of us. So I'd hope that they go for at least 90 seconds, but ideally 60 seconds. Um, if they do it that way, um, you know, get the entrance in, you know, 20 to 30 seconds, um, pull out two or three big spots or stair downs, or whatever. And then the next guy comes in. So that way it's fast moving. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's dragging on. Um, so, so that's my hope with it. Um, but, uh, in terms of who wins, well, who knows <laughs> to an extent who cares, but, uh, I, I think it'll be fun. I think they'll make it a fun match. I think they'll have some, good spots in the contest and um, some interesting kind of stare down showdowns moments. Um, I, I think they'll make it funny. It probably won't be as good as the rumble match that we had um, at the actual rumble show back yeah. in January. But uh, nonetheless, I, I think they'll, they'll make sure that it's still a decent match and has its moments. So that, 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 that you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be just a, a complete, um, you know, dead match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, of those that are in, announced thus far and those that potentially could be taking part, I would expect Braun Strowman to win this one. Yeah, I think he's I think he's the favourite. Well, understandably, look look at the size of the bastards. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the real shame in this is that they don't get a title shot afterwards. I know I'd be a bit cheesy copying the actual Royal Rumble, but it just kind of seems pointless just winning a trophy. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it leads on to someone getting billed. But I'd, my guess, I'd go someone a bit different. I think they've, I think they're going to have big plans for him. So I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley. Um, I think they're going to try and book him strong um, eventually. So I think that may be the start of this. Um, so that would be my pick for that. Um, mm-hmm. So moving on. Um, Probably what is going to be the most annoying match of the night is Undertaker versus Rusev in a casket match in the most random match ever put together ever. Um, <laughs> Undertaker win? Yeah, yeah. Um, Rusev's not been booked strongly um, for a number, number of months, despite being a massive star now yeah. with the Rusev Day stuff. But obviously WWE doesn't really care that he gets a great reaction. 
and uh, continues to bury him. And obviously, he made a joke about that on Twitter, which nearly mm-hmm. cost him this match um, you know, when they brought Jericho into this one. But uh, yeah, you can't really see past The Undertaker. So, you know, he, he'll win it. And uh, I don't think it will be a particularly hot match. I think it Entrance shouldn't last than the match. more than 10 minutes. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, obviously, the match against Cena you know, lasted less than the entrances. Um, and I think it's likely that the same will happen with this one. Um, you know, somewhere between five and ten minutes. It won't be any anywhere near a great match. Nobody can expect that. But uh, you know, Undertaker will win and win convincingly. Yes, that's pretty much all we have to say about that. I mean, it's absolutely pointless. Um, probably a bit more interesting, but kind of similar. More, just probably more for nostalgia, if anything. Um, John Cena vs. Triple H. Um, I don't think it really matters who wins this one, to be honest, but it'll be quite interesting to see how, how well Triple H can do. Obviously, he had the match. Um, he was involved in the Ronda Rousey tag team match, um, but he didn't really have to carry the match as as many people expected, so it'll be interesting to see how how good Triple H can, can deal with John Cena. Um, as you say, John Cena's moving into um, part-timer status, um, but no, just a just probably more of a fun nostalgia match, if anything. Yeah, that's right. I mean, two huge names, legends of the WWE. Let's be frank. Um, and um, again, feels like a match that um, somebody involved in bringing WWE to Saudi said, right, okay, here's another condition: we want John Cena versus Triple H, please. So, I think there's nothing more to it than that. And that's how this match has come together. Um, but, you know, these are two very experienced, very seasoned workers. They can still go, no question about that. So I think that they'll put together a really good match, um, outside chance of even being match of the night if they are given 20 or so minutes. Um, and, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see the, the crowd reactions. I mean, there are, there's going to be about 60,000 people at this show. But that um, I would suspect that the reactions from the crowd won't be like your typical WWE audience. From what I'm told, um, certainly around ringside, um, it will largely be families, husbands, wives with their kids, um, and the more kind of hardcore fan base, the kind of young male crowd, um, will actually be um, positioned um, further away from ringside. Mm. <laughs> so the, there's some segregation going on um, <laughs> at, at the actual event, which, which again, um, you know, by normal standards is is uh, very bizarre. But uh, the, those fans that perhaps would make the most noise um, are going to be, you know, um, miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, from, from what I've been told, I could, I could be wrong, but that, that's my understanding. Um, so, you know, in front of a, a normal kind of regular WWE audience. You know, you'd you get a lot of noise from ringside and reacting to some great near falls, whereas with this one, it might be a bit subdued, which, which could take away from the match. But uh, nonetheless, um, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I would suspect that we'll see a face win. I think Cena will win. Yeah. And clean. Yeah, that that was my guess as well. I was, I was going to go Cena. Just a, just a crowd pleaser. Um, Talking of WrestleMania rematches, I mean, that's the next two matches um, coming up. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, 
was such a letdown at WrestleMania, but I think people, as soon as this this was announced on this show, I think many people um, suspected that they were saving big moments for this match, for, for this event and stuff like that, due to due to how it was booked at WrestleMania. Obviously, had the heel turn, which seemed like the big moment. But um, for me, I'm I'm expecting another big moment. I'm expecting Shinsuke to win the title here in Saudi Arabia because I think that that's what this event is. They've been well, I'd say it as it is. I mean, they've been bribed and having some some of the big moments from WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia. Um, so I'll go. I'll go. Shinsuke Nakamura win. My only hope is that the match is like twenty times better than the one at WrestleMania because that match was pretty crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I, I can care. Nakamura will win the WWE Championship here, in my view, and um, you know it was something that was perhaps better suited to WrestleMania. Perhaps should have happened there. It looks like they've deferred it to this show. Um, and, um, you know, turning heel and winning the championship would have been the ideal way to book it. But, you know, they, they want to do some things on this show. And, um, uh, it looks to me like they decided to have the title switch on this one. Um, you know, it probably won't take a huge amount for this match to be better. But even if they have a really amazing match again, I think the crowd reactions might just drag it down a, a notch or two. Um, and a, a classic match could just come across as a, a really good or, a, you know, an excellent match. But, you know, um, that, that, that's again just um, something that perhaps could affect most all of the matches, the crowd reactions. But I think that, um, you know, they want to redeem themselves. I, I think they perhaps were disappointed with what they did at WrestleMania. So uh, hopefully we'll be treated to something really, really good here and Nakamura will win the, win, win the, win the championship. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've said the IC title will probably be match of the night, but if these if these want to redeem themselves and they do, this should be match of the night, but uh, we've, we've made that mistake before, haven't we? So I'll go, <laughs> I'll keep with the IC title for now. Um, but yeah, as I said, I, I think Shinsuke will win as well and um, they'll this feud will continue on uh, on probably backlash. Um, see what happens there. And mm. probably one of the biggest matches, or the biggest match of of the night. Um, probably one of the biggest moments in recent WWE history for me. Um, are we finally going to see Roman conquer the Beast in a steel cage match? Because I think. I'm not sure how hardcore the fan base is in Saudi Arabia, but I imagine it'll be less hostile than the one at WrestleMania. So maybe, maybe now, now in a probably a more kinder setting, it'll be easier to have Roman win it. Oh yeah, certainly. I can't imagine that um, the Saudi crowd will boo Reigns in the way that um, you know crowds in Europe and US and Canada do. So. You know, I think, you know, WWE obviously want Reigns to be um, a popular performer with their audience. And, um, you know, this audience in Saudi might be just the crowd um, to try and put over Roman Reigns and have him win a really monumental match against Brock Lesnar and therefore pick up the Universal Championship. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the main event, in fact. And, yeah. uh, the match to close out the show. 
And, you know, given how the match panned out at WrestleMania, I was certainly a bigger fan of it than some, some were. Um, I think it's high time that Roman wins it and, uh, we see all title change. I mean, Lesnar is not everyone's cup of tea, but, um, you know, he certainly, you know, does business for the WWE, uh, when he's on Raw, ratings are up and, um, you know, he helps to shift, um, network subscriptions as well. And you know, also on pay-per-view, he makes a difference too. So, you know, he is a vital asset to the WWE, but he's a part-timer as well. He's not going to be there week in, week out. And I think that, you know, this championship has um, been a part-time title for, you know, a year now. And it's time that it becomes a a regular belt again. And therefore, Roman Reigns has to win this championship. Um, you know, it, it just makes sense for me. And if it's booked in an old-school steel cage kind of way, um, you know, Reigns could potentially win it by exiting the cage first without Lesnar having to be pinned if that is an issue for him, mm-hmm. which very well might be given how few losses he's had since he came back to the WWE all those years ago. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we will see a title change at last. Um, I think Roman will uh, become the champion and uh, both of the big belts will change hands on this show. You know, you could argue that that should have happened at WrestleMania, but... Um, you know, money talks as, uh, my new podcast is called and uh, much the same <laughs> advice as the WWE cheap plug. Uh, so I was yeah, Ro- <laughs> yeah Ro- Romans will win and, um, he's already got a match announced for that clash with, um, Samojo. So, I mean, we can talk about that a bit more, um, on next week's pod. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, having, the Universal Championship at stake in the match between those two will certainly uh, add a bit of spice to that contest, as if it already needed some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Joe versus Reigns for a, title, for a proper title, it, it'd be Malfoy. You know? Roman would probably obviously win that one if he did have the title, because obviously Raw Championship and all that jazz. But yeah, I think it's. I think it, I fully agree with you. It's, it's time Raw had a, a full time. Um, main event champion, and we we all know Roman Reigns has been molded and and has been wanted in this position for for so long. He he's the WWE's ne- new face of the company since Cena's um, stepped back a bit. They've been trying to they have been forcing him down our throats, but at the same time, at, at this stage, Raw is it's okay it's it's okay at the moment, but it, it the longer it goes. And we've seen last year there is very barren spells for Raw where the shows are just complete shite. Um, and having a full-time champion will help that. And I think Reigns isn't everyone's cup of tea, but I think most people will appreciate that he is very good. He is a very good worker and he's, his character is a bit boring, but he, he is he is capable of mixing it up sometimes character-wise. Um, but yeah, it, it's needed. And Roman Reigns is is the guy to do it um, at this stage. And then hopefully he can have a good feud with, or a good match with Samoa Joe, and then let a feud develop with whoever, um, and see where it goes, because Raw really needs it, and Roman Reigns um, is decent enough to do it. So yeah, hopefully he wins, and I think that'll be my prediction as well. Um, I know I know you're pressed for time more, um, but pretty much finish up there, but do you think it'll be a good show? 
Yeah, I think overall it will be. I think there are enough uh, matches on here that on paper, um, if they deliver, uh, then should make for a really fun show. And uh, looking forward to seeing a WWE big show at a reasonable hour um, live. That's the best um, thing. That is the best thing, really. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I, I never, ever stay up to watch these shows live unless it's NXT. Those are the only ones. The TakeOver shows the only ones I've ever watched live. It, you know, I've been watching WWE for 20 uh, or 30 years, in fact. Um, but I've never, ever watched an entire WWE pay-per-view through the night. I don't think. Um, e- even with WrestleMania, I think I've perhaps watched um, one or two hours, but not the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'd be good to see this whole card live and uh it's had a decent time so yeah looking forward to it yeah absolutely me too me too with the fact that it starts about five o'clock or whenever it starts um it should be fun the fact that this six hours long it'll be easier doing it from five to eleven rather than one in the morning to uh daytime yeah. Uh, but yeah it's um yeah let's get the pizzas in and Absolutely, absolutely. But it should be fun. Um, but that's it for the show. Um, I've been your host, Guy Drink. I've been joined by more Chatter. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it is at PW underscore index, I believe. Um, so do check us out if you want to get in contact with us. Um, but thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.